0: Test test test. All right, just making sure that my light is lighting up. Too many radios in that word or the sentence. There we are. Okay. Uh, still with my knees parallel to the front of the desk. All right, Floyd. Here is the. Uh, well, here 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 is it as uh, Lou the Lisper. Welcome to
1: Recreation Radio. This podcast features first-time and novice voice actors recreating old plays from the golden age of radio, Mistakes, mispronunciations, gender-swapping, strange audio noises, changing racist and sexist stereotypes. You can find it all here. This month's episode is a reading of Sherlock Holmes' The Night Before Christmas. Original air date December 24th,
2: 1945. This episode from the life of Sherlock Holmes will be transmitted to our people overseas by shortwave and through the worldwide facilities of the Armed Forces Armed... Armed... Some, oh my God. The Armed Something or Other. The Armed Forces Radio Service. Petrie Wine brings you Basil Rathbone and Nigel Bruce In the new adventures of Sherlock Holmes. The Petri family. The family that took time. To bring you good wine. Invites you. To listen to Dr. Watson. Tell us another. Exciting adventure. He shared with his old friend. That master detective. Sherlock Holmes. Well. Well. Right about now you're probably taking a little breather in your last minute rush to get everything ready for the big day tomorrow. Children have to be put to bed to wait for Santa Claus and there's the tree waiting to be decorated. I know, a million and one things which must be done before morning. I sure hope you got all your Christmas shopping done. It's pretty hectic running off at the last minute to take care of Uncle Charlie or Aunt Bertha or Cousin Sam. But if you must get something, just remember, you can always dash over to your wine merchant and get a bottle or two of Petri wine. Or better yet, a whole case of Petri wine. Petri wines, a swell gift. And I just thought a little last-minute suggestion might be of some help. And now, I'm sure our good friend, Dr. Watson, is waiting for us. So let's go in and join him. Oh, there you are, Mr. Bartell. Say, Doctor, I can see you're going to have yourself quite a Christmas. Big tree in the corner with coloured lights on it. Where'd you get those? table covered with presents? You must be mighty popular.
3: (laughs) They aren't all for me, my boy. You see, I'm having a Christmas party tomorrow for my housekeeper's little nieces. I'm going to dress up as Santa Claus for them.
2: (laughs) Well, I'm sure you'll look very convincing in the part. Oh, by the way, Doctor, I I brought you a little present. Oh, really? Yeah, I hope you like it. (laughs)
3: <laughs> it's good of you, Mr. Bartell. I've got one for you, too. Here's somewhere. Oh, you mustn't open
2: it until tomorrow. Here you are, my boy. Thanks a lot, Doctor. And, uh, now, how's about tonight's story? Last week, you told us you'd chosen an adventure with a lot of Christmassy atmosphere.
3: Yes, Mr. Bartell. My story begins on another Christmas Eve many, many years ago. To be exact, in 1886... At the time the adventure occurred, I must confess I didn't quite understand what was going on myself. In fact, I never did quite make he- heads of tails of it. I never did quite make heads or tails of it until Holmes took pity on me later and explained the whole thing. But I shan't try to confuse you, Mr. Bartell. I'll tell you the story exactly as it happened.
2: Right you are, Doctor. Let's go. Very well. On that Christmas Eve
3: in 86, I was standing in our Baker Street rooms dressed in the costume of Santa Claus. Holmes, his long thin fingers pressed together, lay back in an armchair and gazed at me quizzically while our housekeeper, Mrs. Hudson, stood by the door and...
4: Oh, well, Dr. Watson, you make a grand Santa Claus.
5: (laughs) Doesn't he, Mrs. Hudson? Try on the beard, Watson, old chap.
3: I'm afraid this is going to be a little uncomfortable. Mm, uh, mm, uh, There, Uh,
4: how does it look? oh you look just like the old man on the christmas cards doctor
5: (laughs) (laughs) yes watson it really becomes you the cheery twinkle in your eyes the ruddy complexion and the uh appropriate girth what a shame we can't obtain some snow and a sleigh and reindeer for you however i'm sure mrs hudson's nieces will be very much impressed
4: Ah, they will that, sir, and it's very kind of you, doctor, to offer to come over to the house with me. With their father in the hospital and my sister at his bedside, it would have been a very miserable Christmas without you.
3: Oh, I shall enjoy myself, but I think I'll take this beard off before we get there. That's it. Uh, Are you ready to leave, Mrs. Hudson?
4: I am, sir. Will I get a cab?
3: How far do we have to go?
4: Oh, Lexington Gardens, number 28. It's just off the Edgware Road, Doctor.
3: Oh, it's not far, but bearing in mind my costume, I suppose we'd better take a cab.
5: Aye, sir, I'll get one.
3: Holmes, what are you going to do with yourself? I hate leaving you here alone on Christmas Eve.
5: Oh, don't worry, old chap. I shall spend a profitable evening writing my new monograph.
3: Oh, what's this one about?
5: Analysis of teeth marks on pipe stems with a particular regard in indicated character
3: oh gracious me how exciting well i must be going
5: <laughs> don't forget you're a sack of presents old fellow oh
3: great scott no no no
5: Now, when you come to distribute them we'll find that i took the liberty of adding a few trinkets on my own behalf
3: well oh, that's very thoughtful of you holmes
5: Oh, excuse me, Mr. Holmes,
4: but there's a gentleman to see you. It says he's an old friend of yours. Here's his card, sir.
5: Oh, thank you. Oh, it's Old Widecombe. Splendid. Ask him to come up here, Mrs. Hudson. All right, sir. I hope your party is a great success, Mrs. Hudson.
4: Thank you, sir. Are you sure you don't want me to stay? Now that you have a visitor, I mean.
5: Oh, no, no, no. Indeed, no, Mrs. Hudson. I can show the gentleman out myself. You must go off and have a good time.
4: Thank you, sir. I wonder what Lord
3: William wants. Perhaps I should stay and give you...
5: No, no. Please, my dear fellow, certainly not. Eh? You have far more important work to do. Widecombe probably wants his revenge at chess or something equally um, innocuous. Off with you, my dear fellow. And enjoy yourself.
3: Oh, very good. Just the same. I wish you were coming with me.
5: I'll see you later. I shall be there. Uh, come on up, Widecombe. Oh, hello,
6: Holmes. Oh, evening, Watson. You make a very convincing Santa Claus. Are you leaving? I'm afraid so, Lord Widecombe. Well, good night then. Uh, good
3: night, uh, good night, sir.
6: How are you, Holmes? All alone on Christmas Eve, eh?
5: Yes, Widecombe, I'm glad you came over to see me. Mm-hmm. And, oh, uh, what's it to be? An evening of chess? Have you unearthed some recent treasure of medieval pottery that we can discuss?
6: Neither, Holmes. I've come to you in your professional capacity. I... I need help.
5: come now, Widecombe. Don't tell me that after all these years of quiet friendship, you're going to become a client?
6: Yes, I'm afraid so, Holmes, though I doubt if my problem will interest you very much. It's hardly up to you to your rather colorful standards. Eh, care for a cigar? (laughs)
5: Oh, thanks. Now, my dear Widecombe, what's your trouble?
6: Well, uh, I've decided this year to have a little Christmas party at my townhouse. I'm quite comfortably off, as you know, and it occurred to me that I have several relatives and friends who are not as well off. I'm having a party for them tonight, Holmes, and I'd hope you'd you'd attend it, disguised as Santa Claus.
5: Oh, my dear fellow, I've adopted many disguises in my time, but Father Christmas has never been one of them. Why do you want me to attend your party in disguise in any case? Are you ashamed of your, pri- your friendship with a private detective, or do you consider my features more acceptable when buried in depths of, snowy- of a snowy beard?
6: Now, my dear Holmes, do take me seriously. I am not joking, I assure you.
5: Oh, of course you're not. Of course you're not. You, uh, want me to attend your party in disguise. Why?
6: I'm giving some very valuable presents. uh Diamond and onyx cufflinks, platinum and ruby earrings, and such like. And I've wrapped each of the presents in banknotes.
5: <laughs> Dear me, where are these presents now?
6: In a sack in charge of my butler. I was going to dress up as Santa Claus, give him out myself, until I got the warning letter. That's why I've come to you.
5: Warning letter, eh?
6: Yes, I received it by this evening's post. Listen to this. My dear Lord Widecombe, your generosity with Christmas presents bolsters on ostination. We do not approve. Either we receive 5,000 pounds in sovereigns, at post-restant box 379 by 6 o'clock on Christmas Eve, I'm afraid your Christmas party will be consumptuous by its absence of presents.
5: Let me see that coat wide comb, will you? Yes, here you are. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Plain paper, torn from a penny notebook. Writing, obviously, the sky is in it. Hey, George, yes, why come? I accept the case. I'll come with you to your party at once, and furthermore, I shall follow your suggestion regarding a disguise. Dressed as Santa Claus, I shall be less likely to attract suspicion.
6: I'm delighted, Holmes, but what makes you decide so suddenly?
5: This writing, my dear fellow, this writing. Though it's in a false hand, I know it's characteristic M in... My dear wide comb, I've seen it too often at the beginning of a signature. Rarity?
6: My, M- Moriarty? <laughs> See, I'm sorry. The bathroom, the bathroom. I'm so sorry. <laughs>
7: I'm
5: sorry. I'm
6: sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so we'll, sorry. Reset. we'll reset. We'll reset. I, uh... <laughs>
5: okay, what's the name? How do I say Moriarty. it? Moriarty. <laughs> Moriarty. <laughs>
6: Moriarty, who's he?
5: Um Oh, one of the cleverest and most sculpturous criminals in, in, in England. Icomb, there's no time to be lost. It's... let me see now. 6:30. Half an hour behind the beyond the deadline gives you uh, given to you in the letter. You must go to your house at once.
4: Oh, this is as, pardon me, this is as far as the cab can take us, Doctor.
3: Here you are, cabby. Here's five shillings for you, and a Merry Christmas.
4: Oh, um, ah, as you said, you wanted to get into the house through the back way, so that you could surprise the children.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, that's terrible. Yes, I thought I'd pretend to come down through the kitchen chimney.
4: You can get to the back of the house by going up the alley here. I'll go in the front door. Splendid,
3: splendid. Mrs. Hudson, which is the house?
4: Number 28. It's the third one down the alley, Doctor. I'll have the back window in open in no time, and you can slip in without any of the barons seeing you.
3: Very well. Gloomy little street, I must say. Hello. Where's the music coming from?
4: Oh, it's from that temple across the street, Doctor. The dis- of the Octagonal Square, they call themselves.
3: What on earth do you suppose that means?
4: Oh, Some newfangled cult. Heathens, most likely.
3: Hello, hello, hello. I'm not the only Santa Claus abroad tonight. Look at that fellow across the street over there.
4: Oh, dressed just like yourself, Doctor, and carrying a sack, too. Oh, he's running up the steps to the temple. Great Scott, he, he slipped on the ice.
3: I wonder what that hurry was. Here, here, my man. Let me help you up, sir.
4: Oh, be careful now, Doctor. Didn't trip yourself.
3: Here you are, sir. Now give me your hand.
1: Er, uh, 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 thank you, sir. Uh, silly of me, wasn't it?
3: Oh, we Santa Clauses have to help each other, you know. Uh, up up you come. That's it. Whoa, whoa. Oh, gracious me.
4: Oh, Doctor, I told you to be careful. Now you've fallen, too. <laughs>
3: Oh, it's this confounded red coat of mine. it tripped me up.
4: did you hurt yourself, sir?
3: No, 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 I, I I'm all right,
1: I think. uh how about you, sir? Oh, I'm all right, thanks. uh silly of me to run, wasn't it? uh, here's your sack, sir. Oh, thank you, Good night, and merry Christmas uh, good
3: night, same, same to you, sir, same to you. uh, He went into the temple, must be a disciple of the octagonal square octagonal.
4: You're sure you're not hurt, Doctor?
3: No, no, of course not, Mrs. Hudson. Give me my sack, please. Ooh, thank you. Your sister's house is the third one down this alleyway, you say?
4: I'll hurry and open the back window.
3: Yes, I'll be be waiting for you, Mrs. Hudson. Oh, this is going to be rather fun. What a shame Holmes isn't with us. Oh, well, he's probably happier having a good game of chess with Lord...
6: Widecombe. This is my house, Holmes. Number 39.
5: 39 Bronson Square, eh? My dear old Watson is just around the corner in Lexington Garden and hasn't the idea that I've left Baker Street.
6: Yes, uh, here you are, kebby Thank you, sir. A Merry Christmas, sir.
5: Uh huh, listen to that. Carol singers.
6: Yes, we'll probably have our fill of them before this evening's over.
7: Good evening, my lord.
6: Have the guests arrived, Hargrave?
7: Most of them, sir. They're in the library. You brought another Santa Claus with you, I see, my lord. Another Santa Claus? What do you mean? The gentleman arrived three-quarters of an hour ago, sir, dressed as Santa Claus. I took him to your study, my lord, and showed him the sack of presents.
5: Confound it! He's got here before us. Where is the study?
6: This way.
7: I hope I didn't do anything wrong, my lord. You told me that a gentleman dressed as Santa Claus would be coming here. Dear me, the gentleman appears to have gone.
6: Yes, and the sack containing the presents with him.
7: But he can't have left the house, my lord. I've been watching the front door. Yes, and
5: while you were doing that, he slipped out through the window here. The catch is undone. Hargrave, describe this man.
7: I can't tell you much about his appearance, I'm afraid, sir. He was dressed as Santa Claus, just like yourself. But I did notice one thing about him, sir.
5: Oh? What was that?
7: He lisp, sir. It was quite pronounced.
5: Of course! Lou the Lisper!
6: Who on earth is Lou the Lisper?
5: How do I say the name?
7: Uh, Moriarty. Moriarty.
5: Moriarty. There there we go. Okay.
3: Oh, yeah. That's good. (laughs)
5: That's pretty good. I'm just going to do that for things I can't pronounce. Okay. One of Moriarty's most trusted accomplices. Fortunately, though, I've heard the news of him lately through my underworld grapevine.
6: You uh you you know where he lives.
5: He's reputed to have some uh connections with a new cult that call themselves the disciples of octagonal square. Their headquarters are just around the corner from here.
6: Then let's go there at once.
7: Of course. And You're Grave? Yes, sir.
5: Get a message to Scotland Yard as fast as you can. Ask for, expect, excuse me. Get a message to Scotland Yard as fast as you can. Ask for Inspector Lestrade and tell him to join me through the temple of Octagonal Square in Lexington Gardens as soon as possible.
4: The children are awful excited, Doctor. I told them you just came down the chimney.
3: Sorry, I'm laughing. (laughs) 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 I'll slip the beard on, and then I'll go into them. Oh, that sounds horrible, too. Jesus. There we are.
4: Will I announce you, Doctor?
3: Yes, yes, please, Mrs. Hudson.
4: All right, sir. Quiet now, children, quiet. Santa Claus has come to see and he's brought you all presents.
3: Hello, hello, children.
5: Hello, Santa Claus. My name's Elsie. Did you bring me a present?
3: Oh, I did, Elsie. I'll look in my sack in a minute and, uh, what's your name, young man?
4: Herbert. They call me Bertie. Did you come down the chimney? Yes, Bertie. I bet you had a time doing it. You're so fat. <laughs> oh, don't be rude, Bertie, or Santa Claus won't give you your presents. And what's your name, little man? Oh.
3: Yes, I see you have. Well, Well, children, gather round me, and I'll see what presents I've got for you. Uh, The first present is for, uh, well, well, this can't be right. It says, for her grace, the Dowager Duchess of Dooley.
4: Oh, do you suppose Mr. Holmes has been playing a practical joke on you, Doctor?
3: Well, I suppose so, but I can't see the point myself. But he did say that he'd added a few trinkets of his own.
5: I want my present.
3: Then supposing you take this, Elsie?
5: Oh, cool. Thank you.
3: And uh, this one here is marked for the Reverend Arthur Carter. Wonder what Holmes is up to. Uh, here you are, Bertie.
4: Well, cool, thanks.
3: And this is for you, Leona, because you've been a good little boy.
4: It isn't very big, is it? I wanted a dog. Oh,
3: wanted a dog? Good gracious me. Well, I'll bring you a dog next year, Leona.
4: Dr. Watson? Yes, Mrs. Hudson? Look at the wrapping on these presents, Doctor. Why, they're twenty-pound notes. Great Scott! Oh, cool! Look what I got! Now,
3: now, 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 let me see. What, cufflinks and diamonds and onyx ones? Unless I'm very much mistaken.
5: I got some pretty earrings. Look how they sparkle.
3: Let me see here (laughs) these... (laughs) <laughs> sorry, I saw what Tom wrote. Let me see these. Good gracious, I swear that these are platinum and rubies. What in thunder's going on?
4: I want my earrings back. Give me back mine, too.
3: Well, here you are, here you are.
4: Dr. Watson, what do you suppose has happened?
3: I don't know, Mrs. Hudson. Perhaps my toys are at, still at the bottom of the sack. You should rummage around it. No, uh, Sorry, I can't understand it. I wish Holmes were here. Instead of dozing in front of our fire at Baker Street.
6: Uh. Oh, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> I was on the wrong line. Where are you, Holmes?
5: Here, by the bed. It's the only room in the temple that gives me any signs of having been lived in. I think our bird has been here, but I'm afraid he's flown. Wish Inspector Lestrade would get here. Strike a match, will you, Widecombe?
6: Right, right. Ah, uh, here's a candle on the table.
5: Ah, uh, just as I feared. I do not like how I did that. Ah, <clears throat> uh, just as I feared. Look on the bed.
6: A red coat and a beard.
5: Yes, Lou the Lisper has discarded his disguise and gone. And with him, I'm afraid, valuable presents.
6: Oh, wait a minute. Here's a sack lying on the floor. Oh, oh no, this, this isn't mine. Look look what's in it. A toy dog, a large box of chocolates, a little girl's doll.
5: But in the thunder, why, this is Watson's sack.
6: I thought that's just what I wanted for Christmas, but uh, how on earth could do the Lisper have gotten a hold of it?
5: somewhere somehow he and watson must have made an accidental change and lou the lisper is no doubt trying to track watson down this very moment we must work fast widecomb or my old friend's life and those of mrs hudson and her relatives won't be worth a tinker's damn
6: what is a tinker's damn (laughs) (laughs) for second
4: it's not worth much
6: (laughs) I like how the first act is like two-thirds of the way.
5: Tom, you're the villain.
6: <laughs> I love how the first act curtain is two-thirds of the way through the script.
3: No. <laughs> yeah.
6: Really yeah. long first act. It, it picks up, I promise.
3: All right. Uh, uh, announcer? Where's the announcer? Oh, wait. Hi, um, where's, where's the announcer? Is he laughing too much?
2: <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, I'm good. At it. Sorry. Oh, now, Doctor, you can't break off your story there.
3: Oh, yes, I can, my boy. Before I go on, I thought we'd have a glass of port just to <laughs> freshen us up.
2: Oh, well, that's... <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um... That's a really good chuckle.
3: Okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's... I'm
3: having fun, the uh, announcer. <laughs>
2: mm. Oh, uh, well, that's, um, that's something different. Of course. Uh, instead of talking about port, uh, as I <clears throat> sometimes do, it would be nice to drink some for a change. There you are, my boy, and uh, a Merry Christmas to you. The same to you. And now, what's happened next, Doctor? We left you at the Children's Christmas Party, and Sherlock Holmes and Lord Widdicombe uh, around the corner at the Temple of the Octagonal Square.
3: <laughs> yes, Mr. Bartell, but I do believe his name is Widecombe. Although at the time, of course, I had no idea what was going on. There I was, cheerfully handing out gifts worth, well, not a king's, at least a, a baronet's ransom. Which, While outside the Temple of the Octagonal... I can't say octagonal... Octagonal Square, Holmes and Lord Widecombe were talking to Inspector oh Lestrade... Of Scotland Yard,
6: and that's the case in a nutshell. Let's read. (laughs) What are these
0: names? It's Lestrade.
6: Lestrade. I was gonna say let's trade, but
5: I was saying let's trade.
6: Lestrade. It's
3: it's Lestrade. (laughs) (laughs) Yes.
8: sorry. Yes, I'm seems sorry, to God. me, Lord Widecombe, you've been wiser to get in touch with Scotland Yard when you first got the warning note. We could have nabbed him when he came to your house and pinched the sack of presents.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Give me a minute, I'm so sorry. Uh, you want to pinch
6: the sack? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: Oh my god. I'm okay, I swear. Okay. Let's trade this. (laughs) I'm so unprofessional, I'm sorry.
6: (laughs) What are you talking about? This is the most professional production of all time. (laughs) We're very serious.
5: <laughs> oh my god, my stomach hurts from laughing.
6: The toilet was the thing that started it killed all. Me. My it way. killed me for sure. I didn't want to say anything. I was just like, no. Oh.
5: I I started laughing the moment I started reading this chat, and it's like, is is Holmes seducing my goodness? Oh, okay. Let's <clears throat> trade. This is no time for postmortems. We've got to reach Lou the Lisper before he gets Dr. Watson!
6: Do you suppose he can do that, Holmes? <laughs>
5: <laughs> oh my god. Send help, I can't. Okay. It would be difficult. Lou the Lisper is nearly as clever as his master, Professor Moriarty. The chances are that you were followed when you came down when you came to Baker Street tonight, Widecombe, and it's equally likely that Watson and Mrs. Hudson were followed as they left it. Moriarty seldom leaves anything to chance.
8: Well, where did Dr. Watson go tonight?
5: 28 Lexington Gardens. It's just around the corner from here.
8: Well, then let's go there at once.
5: And frighten our query away. No, 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 less trade. We must use a little subtlety. Now, Lou the Lisper wishes to recover that sack of presents from Watson. How would he invade. Thank you. <clears throat> How would he invade the party with less possible trouble?
6: By, uh, dressing up as Santa Claus again?
5: No, no, I. I think he's overplayed that role for one evening.
8: Well, then how would he try to get in, Mr. Holmes?
5: Oh, come on, Lestrade. What group of people can enter any house on Christmas Eve without invitation and without creating suspicion?
6: The carol singers!
5: Exactly, my dear fellow. I shouldn't be... At all surprised at this very moment if Lou the Lisper and his gang of... And some of his gang are singing carolers outside of 28 Lexington Gardens.
8: Well then what are we going to do?
5: Form a rival, uh...
8: Gang? Choral?
5: Give me a second. I don't know why that took me a while. Form a rival choral society. How many of your men did you bring with you?
8: Three a, Three. Okay, you got it. <laughs> Three, a sergeant and two constables.
5: Wearing great coats?
8: Yes, Mr. Holmes, but why?
5: Good. They can hide their helmets and pretend to be singers. Come on, let's go over there and while we're walking, we'll rehearse our carols. We must be reasonably convincing. Sound your A, Lestrade. Sound your A.
4: Oh, no, no, you mustn't make Santa Claus too tired, Leona.
3: No, that's all right, Mrs. Hudson. Hop on, (laughs)
4: Leona, hop
3: on.
5: Oh, they're singing carols outside the door.
4: Oh, isn't that nice? Can't they come inside and sing for us, Santa Claus?
3: Yes, of course they can. Ask them to come in, Mrs. Hudson, will you?
4: All right, sir.
5: Oh, come on, let me get on your back, too.
3: Oh, now, take it easy. (sighs) (coughs) <coughs> oh, there we go.
5: I
4: want to see your reindeer, Santa.
3: See my reindeer? Well, they're up on the roof.
4: I'll climb up and see them.
3: No, 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 you mustn't do that. They're asleep. Oh, here are the carol singers. Off you get children. Uh, <coughs> uh, there we go. Now that's it now. um, Oh, hello, carolers. Good evening. Good evening and Merry Christmas. Would you like to sing some carols to the children? After that, I'm sure you'd like a drop of <laughs> something warm to warm you up. Well, thank you,
1: sir. We sure would like that. Haven't I met you somewhere before, my man? Uh, no, sir. I'm sure you haven't. Uh, come on, man. Let's sing Good King Wintless.
8: Well, here we are outside the house, Mr. Holmes. Now what?
5: Shh, Listen huh? Lou the Lisper and his men are already there.
6: Are we going in now?
5: In a moment, now... men... you have your uh... what the fuck is with this vocabulary? Truncheons? (laughs) Truncheons? Truncheons? I don't know what I was gonna say. Truncheon, like luncheon. Thanks, Tom. Okay. In a moment. Now, men, do you have your truncheons handy?
6: Yes, Mr. Holmes, we're ready.
5: Splendid. Now, remember, when we're inside and I yell, Merry Christmas at the top of my voice, bring out your truncheons and get Lou the Lisper and his gang out of there as soon as possible. Don't arrest them until you until you get them outside again. Strange. I don't want to frighten the children.
8: Right you are, Mr. Holmes. We're ready. Just give us the word and we'll go in and get him.
1: Oh, that was very nice singing. And now how about something to warm you all up? Oh, uh, that won't be necessary, Dr. Watson. See the door, Sammy. Now, all of you, stay right where you are. Who are you? Uh, What do you think you're up to? Please don't be difficult, Doctor. All I want is the jewels out of my shack that you stole from me tonight. You try to stop me. I... up. Oh, okay. Sorry. Hold on. Please, Doctor, don't... Please don't be difficult, Doctor. All I want is the jewels out of my shack tonight that you stole from me tonight. You try and stop me? I shall have to hurt all of you.
4: Why do you talk so funny? You got a cold like me?
1: Shut up, Doctor. Now, where are the jewels? Ooh, 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 ooh. Oh. <laughs> oh, what is that word supposed to be? Hold on. Curses. curses. Cur- okay. Oh, curses. There are some more. <laughs> oh, hold on. Some, some, okay. Oh, curses. There are some more carolers singers outside.
4: Shall I tell them to go away, Lou?
1: No, better let them come in. If they don't. <laughs> Is that word? Hold suspicious. On. Suspicious. Okay. <laughs> no, better let them come in. If we don't, he might get sus- suspicious. Uh,
4: all right, Lou, I suppose you know what you're up to.
1: Now, no trust, Doctor. If you try and give an alarm, I shall get a rough with you. Well, I don't mind about that, but just remember there are children present. Mm, I'm sure you don't. <laughs>
3: stay away from my sack
4: <laughs> not the sack let's just upload this
7: uh, <laughs> <you're sorry.
5: laughs> not the sack <laughs> not the sack okay <clears throat> don't worry, matey. you you were here before us hey well what do you say we all joined in on the little carol for the nippers hey
1: well all right uh what do you want to sing
5: how about hark and the herald angels sing eh
1: all right all right uh come on man let's sing hark the herald angels sing glory, 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 June,
7: born. Born.
5: merry christmas
0: merry christmas <laughs>
5: Look at them hitting
4: each other on the head, Doctor Watson. What's happening? They're all hitting each other with trunch. Hey, you can't.
3: <clears throat> here, you can't do that. They're all going away, and they're dragging each other out. Hey, hey, come back here.
4: Oh,
5: this is terrible.
3: <laughs> Holmes, Holmes, what in the thunder is going on?
5: Alex, <clears> fail. <throat> I'll explain it to you. Holmes, later. Holmes,
3: do you know what's going on? You, you could try it again, Holmes. Is are you okay? <laughs> do you have something in your throat, Holmes?
4: Always.
3: <laughs> How close? How's the nearest sack?
8: <laughs>
3: it's okay, Holmes. I'll cover for you. The coppers are just going to stay outside doing carols.
5: Oh my god. I'll explain it to you later, old chap. Less, less trade.
8: Yes, Mister Holmes.
5: Take them to Scotland. <clears throat> Take them to Scotland Yard and prepare charges. I'll be over in a little while and give evidence.
8: Right, you are, sir. <laughs> too bad we didn't catch Professor Moriarty too.
5: Well, at least we have some of his cohorts. I'll see you later, Lestrade.
3: I wish I knew what was going on here. Is Moriarty mixed up in this business?
5: Yes, Watson, and I'll tell you all about it as soon as I've I've straightened this thing out. Oh, I'd come. Yes, Holmes? The 20-pound notes you used as, uh, as wrapping for your gifts have seemed to be scattered all over the house. Uh, do you want me to recover them, too?
6: Uh, no, from what you've told me of the children, I think their parents could use the money much more profitably than my relatives. In any, in any case, I could replace it, said no rich person ever. This is such a <laughs> fat- <laughs> 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 um.
5: A very generous Christmas gift, well, children, did you enjoy our uh <clears throat> <clears throat> okay throat> very generous Christmas gift, well, children, did you enjoy the little game we staged for you?
4: It was a lot of fun, yeah, I nearly died laughing when they started I'm hitting used- each other ha. <laughs>
5: Oh <laughs> Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it, children. And now I, er, uh, I want you to show me the presents you received. I got these pretty earrings. Oh, they were part of the game, too. A nice little girl like you doesn't want silly earrings, um, Elsie. Here's a beautiful doll for you. Ooh, her eyes open and shut and everything. And what did you get, my little man? Please Oh cufflinks Gracious, who wants cufflinks when you can have a, a clockwork train? Do you want to exchange? Train? train
4: Lord. Oh go ahead. Do, do, you
3: you do every second word. Go, go do train.
4: Train? Lord. Love. Uh duck. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wanted a dog
3: there's one for you leona a nice woolly dog
5: oh he's lovely and here you are children a nice big box of chocolate you can all share them
4: oh love me what a night i ain't had as much fun since granny got her finger stuck in the plug hole
5: (laughs) (laughs) okay okay (laughs) (laughs) Love me and plug hole in the same scent. I'm done. I'm done.
3: What a great grandchild. I still don't understand what's going on, Holmes, but I must say this has all the earmarks of being a very happy and dirty Christmas.
5: (laughs) Yes, old fellow, Mrs. Hudson.
4: Hey, Ms. Holmes.
5: Uh, How's the turkey coming along?
4: Yeah, this whole time I've been preparing a giant feast.
5: <laughs> uh, oh,
4: it'll be ready in a few minutes, Mr. Holmes. Ms. Holmes?
5: Splendid. And while we're waiting, perhaps the children will oblige with something we haven't heard so far this evening.
3: Yes, yes, I know what you mean. Too many sacks. Um, a Christmas carol that really sounds convincing. How about it, children?
5: All right, sir.
4: Come on, Elsie. Come on, Leona.
2: Oh. Uh. Well, Doctor, that was really a swell story. Uh, On a Christmas Eve like this, do you ever wish you were back in Baker Street celebrating Christmas there?
3: At times, yes. Uh, There are so many sacks and wonderful sexual chemistry between myself and so many of the other characters on this story that, you know, uh, it would be nice to go back there. But actually, Mr. Bartell, I'm very happy right here in my little home. There on the table is a beautiful little Christmas tree. There's a fine fire in my fireplace. My two dogs, Monty and Willie, are sleeping peacefully at my feet. And are they doing that now while we're drinking? Or is that... Happening later And best of all I've got the love of every child In the (laughs) neighbourhood Yes I've got a great deal this Christmas Eve And I've had too much to drink, sir Lots to be thankful for And what with the troubles of the world On their way to being settled It looks as if this is the brightest Christmas That that I've ever had
2: Mm. Well, that's how I feel about it too, Doctor
3: (laughs) Oh, I hope that all our friends listening in are just as happy this Christmas Eve as we are. And speaking not only for myself, but all the children I touched, I know for all of us, and for the Petrie family too, we wish every one of you a happy Christmas from the bottom of our hearts and sacks. God rest ye merry, merry gentlemen.
2: Well, Dr. Watson, next Monday is New Year's Eve. What story do you plan to tell us?
3: Oh, one I think you'll find extremely appropriate, Mr. Bartell. It takes place in a Scottish isle near Edinburgh on a New Year's Eve in 1900 and concerns a pair of lovers, an elderly elderly baronet, a, strain, a strange iron box that proved to be more than it's worth its weight in gold.
2: Tonight's Sherlock Holmes adventure was written by Dennis Green and Anthony Boucher and And all
3: of us I think all of us we wrote this as well
2: Uh, and was suggested by an incident in the Sir Arthur Conan Doyle story The Adventure of the Blue Carbuncle and I believe that was also in
3: the Playboy version of the same story Uh,
2: music is by Dean Fossler Uh, Mr Rathbone appears through the courtesy of Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer and Mr Bruce through the courtesy of Universal Pictures where they are now starring in the Sherlock Holmes series
3: the Are pe- we? Are we? Are pe- we doing that? <laughs> Only one
5: the way
2: to Petri find wine... out. <laughs> <laughs>
5: the,
2: of... the Petri Wine Company of San Francisco, California invites you to tune in again next week, same time, same station. Sherlock Holmes comes to you from our Hollywood studios. This is Harry Bartell saying good night for the Petri family.
5: Good night.
2: Good night.
4: Good night. Applause, applause, applause. We did
2: awesome.
5: Yay! Yay! Ah, slay.
1: (laughs) Slay. That was a script. This episode's cast has been Jesse, Sarah, Ari, Sophie, Courtney, Floyd, Danny, Chase, Nico, Tom, Sam, Doss, James, and Beth. All scripts are deemed public domain by way of copyright expiration. If you'd like to be part of the team, find us on Instagram at Recreation Radio or at email RecreatingRadio at gmail.com. Thank you for tuning in to episode 4.
0: Join us next month for a new year of full adventure. Alright, that's a fun one. Got a little bit closer to the mic. I don't know if, uh, having it... So the mic is right now, uh, perpendicular to the floor. Um, I don't know if this changes anything let me change some of the settings on here right now the circle is selected in the back and gain is um right about at one o'clock I'm gonna move gain to 12 o'clock and then I'm gonna change the uh, the circle thing to the upside down heart or peach I guess it looks like a it looks like a butt a little bit not the two circles intertwined not the eight the other setting all right microphones still pair or perpendicular to the floor in the desk knees perpendicular or legs perpendicular to the floor parallel with the edge of the desk